As someone who pays attention to the job market in depth, I mean, I'm looking at it basically every single day, uh, looking at what's happening in the job market, where the jobs are, uh, who is looking for work, who isn't looking for work. I'm starting to feel like there's something that could be happening in the job market. So this is an observation based on a few different data points that I feel like I've, I've seen over the last couple of days. And um, the first that I'll bring up uh, is uh, this chart here, which looks at uh, new job postings um, on Indeed.com. And uh, I mean, it's very clear that at the depths of, uh, you know, at, at the start of the pandemic, which March, uh, you know, uh, of 2020, um, you can see that, yeah, job postings went down. Of course, we, you know, it was a, almost a crazy time to, to be in business and nobody knew what was happening. There was a bunch of layoffs, a bunch of furloughs, and, and uh, you can see the kind of uptick since then. And really the, the heyday or, or, or the, you know, the feast of opportunity that's out there looks like it's slowing. And you can see that in the downtrend since really the start of 2022. Um, you know, Indeed.com, uh, the economist that's quoted in this article talks about it at being a plateau. But to me, it looks a little bit like it's on the decline. And so new job op openings or new job opportunities posted to Indeed are, are falling. I saw another stat uh, today that, that said that 10% uh, of, of job postings on LinkedIn or in general uh, mention that they're remote opportunities. So as much coverage as you know, remote work gets and uh, working from home gets, it's still a, a relatively small portion of the entire uh, economy in terms of where the opportunities are. And... You know the, the the kind of inherent benefits of, of working from home. Of course, people want to tap into. Um, I've also explored uh, on, on much earlier videos some of the some of the downside to, to working from home, especially if you're in a creative role and how difficult it is to to manage and and be creative and, and have all the collaborative stuff uh, work in a remote environment. And and actually, we're starting to see even some new research come out academically to, that talks about how how it's difficult. To, to be creative and be collaborative in a remote environment, and so, you know, that for all the for all the benefits, there are a few drawbacks. But but that's beside the point. The the point being that, um, the you know, there's much is said about the the desire for remote work and remote opportunities, and uh, it, it's important to be aware that okay, only a small percentage of the entire swath of job opportunities is actually remote. And then the third point uh, is, is a, a story that uh, was sent to me on, on, uh, on Instagram. It's, it's a Bloomberg, I think it's a Bloomberg opinion or a Bloomberg uh, article that, that talked about how, uh, you know, a significant percentage, I think it's 40, 45% or, or between 30 and 50% of uh, millennials or, or, or a certain cohort are, are regretting their decision. Uh, you know, to, to have quit their job or, or change job during the, the great resignation. And so, you know, if we think back over the last 24 months or so, I mean, we, we've had basically month over month, four million, four and a half million quits in, in the U.S. I mean, it's, it's been a really steady number of, of people who have quit their jobs um, with this mindset that, you know, it's, it's, it's easy to find a job right now. Uh, I'm going to go and do it. And I think, as we're starting to see the labor market tighten slightly, 
you're starting to, to hear and read reports of, of individuals regretting that decision. I talked in a, in a previous video uh, recently about uh, the LIFO phenomenon, uh, last in, first out. Again, taking it from, from inventory, taking it from an operations context, but then bringing it into the human capital space. Um, companies on a long enough time horizon reward loyalty. They reward somebody's... Uh, you know, specific skills that they, that they pick up working at, a, at an organization. And if you're the first or if you're the last person to go into an organization, if you're one of the most recent people to join and the company has to make a decision around who to let go, you know, to either to cut costs or whatever they need to do in terms of balance sheet management, they're typically going to look at the individuals who came in most recently because of a few dynamics, you know, the, the value added over time. And then also companies typically reward loyalty. It's, it's kind of a, one of the, uh, the touch points or the cornerstones of, of, of American uh, capitalism and the way corporate uh, or corporations work is that, you, you know, you de de deferred compensation only works if you allow for, for uh, rewarding of, of, of tenure or, or loyalty. And so what I think is going to happen now, you know, if we think of those three data points, so a plateauing of open job opportunities, so people aren't, uh, you know, uh, companies aren't posting as many jobs online, the remote uh, kind of tidbit there where people are looking for remote work, but it's only a small portion of the, of the jobs, and the idea that lots of people are, are starting to regret the decision to quit their jobs in the last 24 months to look for new work, I think you're going to start to see this squeeze where... The reason why a lot of people quit their job is, okay, yeah, maybe they're chasing a little bit more money, but a big percentage is because people are looking for uh, what they would consider maybe a more ideal work arrangement for themselves. And the only re only way, I mean, if you think about somebody going from, you know, working at a manufacturing plant to working at another manufacturing plant, yeah, I can see that maybe they're making the move for more money and that makes a lot of sense. But that move isn't a work arrangement move in terms of, I want to go from working in, at, at an office or working at a plant to working from home, right? That the work from home portion is, is kind of the, the leap here that I'm making in, in terms of an assumption as to why people want to change jobs for the, for the most part. And so, all else being equal, that I think that is probably the reason why people feel so confident. You know, yeah, I'm not enjoying what I'm doing right now. I can probably go find a role where I can work from home and be a little bit happier, for example. And so you're, and when I'm predicting is that we're going to see this squeeze where these remote opportunities are going to over-index. They're going to be super saturated. People are going to vie for those. So, you know, companies are going to have massive opportunity if they stick to, if if they are the, the kind of company that can uh, do remote work to where they're going to have the pick of, of the, you know, the, the talent pool that wants to change jobs. And we're going to be left with this transitory kind of workforce that wants to make a move to remote work but isn't qualified enough or hasn't been chosen to to work in those roles and we're going to have this percentage whatever it ends up being 20 30 40 percent of, of individuals that are just unhappy and, and kind of floating around and, and i think that's going to be the next area that as a workforce we're going to have to pay attention to and as an economy we're going to have to pay attention to because these are the individuals who I think are inherently also high high uh, high turnover, uh, kind of uh, job hoppy in a way. And so, uh, if this 
cohort of individuals can't land the remote work that they want, the work from home jobs that they want, what are they going to do? And how is that going to impact our economy going forward? I think it's something that we're going to have to deal with as an economy, as, as, a, as, a, as a workforce, because if we have this percentage of workers who can't land somewhere, who can't match to a role that, that is really productive for the, for the U.S. economy at the very least, uh, we're going to see, I think, the kind of trouble that we saw even at the start of, of the pandemic where we, we saw older workers who, who were able to leave the workforce as a function of, of their 401ks or, or, or their stock portfolios or, or just having enough money to, to pull forward their retirement. I think we're going to see something similar to where we cannot get a group of workers in roles that, that are at, at optimized at least for pr- productivity at, at the at the GDP level or at the uh, you know at, at the productivity level that we need as a U.S. economy. So something to look for. I hope you know these three data points were very interesting when I saw them, uh, and you know hopefully I put this together in a way that that makes coherent sense. But I'd love to know your thoughts. If if you have any thoughts, um, drop us a note, leave a comment below. Um, we're always happy to hear.